We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for part two on this Double Barrel Wednesday with your colleague, Sip the Journal Stars, Parker Gabriel, but not before we give him his proper introduction today. Oh, come on. There you go. Double Barrel Wednesday. It's a Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday had some pop, didn't it? Very good job by Parker on Double Barrel Wednesday. Uh- you guys know what day it is? It's Double Barrel Wednesday. And we're now joined by your colleague, the General Stars, Parker Gabriel. Good morning, Parker. Thanks for joining us. We've been talking about uh, O'Shawn Mathis, Dylan Raiola today in terms of uh, what's it going to take to get them to come to Nebraska. Now, O'Shawn Mathis on campus for the spring game this Saturday. Uh, he's pursued by the likes of Texas and USC and others, including Nebraska. We know NIL is a is the number one deal for Nebraska here with this. I mean, what what do you have any kind of idea of what money he might uh, need to Garner. come come to to Lincoln Parker? Any idea? Yeah. Good morning, guys. I think I mean not not exactly, but I think one of the things you're you're seeing um, on sort of the NIL landscape and and you know with college football players in general is that it's it's a lot like uh, it's it's becoming very quickly a lot like any other business where, you know, value is determined by a lot of things, talents and experience and all of that, but also uh, by leverage. And O'Shawn Mathis is probably in a pretty good spot leverage wise, just in the sense that, you know, a lot of people, the athletic has him ranked as the number one player available in the portal right now. Um, That could change. You know, there's a lot, there's going to be another wave of people entering the portal. Uh, as spring balls wrap up around the country and all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now he's in a great spot. He plays a premium position. He's talented. Uh, and he's got a bunch of the uh, most well-heeled schools in the country mm-hmm. pursuing him. And I, I don't know. I mean, you're talking about the idea that, well, I mean, he may, you know, some of these guys, if you're thinking you've got an NFL future, um, you know, he's going to be on campus for maybe six months from Mm -hmm. June to January or something like that. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to think that you could be talking about, I don't know exactly, but somewhere in the neighborhood of a quarter million or something like that when it's all said and done on iOS. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Parker Gabriel joins us from the Lincoln Journal Star. Now, we've Parker, we've talked a lot about Dylan Rayola as well today. Uh, because he is on, he'll be on campus with O'Shawn Mathis. Pretty big, pretty big weekend for Nebraska. Now you have seen him. Now I don't. Now that, this is not hyperbole. You you have seen him. You saw him at the Friday Night Lights camp last June, right? Correct. What did that look like to you? You, I mean, you you watched him for how long? An hour? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably about that. What What did that picture look like to you, Parker Gabriel? Yeah, well, I think I think I remember telling you, Sipple, and I think I probably wrote it too. I mean, he it just he looked like um, you know he looked like a five star type of guy, you know, and that's what you know we've seen him on that on that sort of trajectory. Um, he you know even then and again you got to remember too. I mean, you're, you're talking about nine months ago or so now, uh, even a little bit more that, that when when that camp happened, and at this 
you know, when kids are that age, I think, you know, you're, you're developing pretty quickly. Some of them are a lot different players uh, from, from one year even to the next. But even a year ago, you know, Dylan Rayola, I mean, he's just a, he's a big kid. That's one of the things. I mean, it's, it's maybe something that uh, you sort of take for granted when, you know, his dad's a, you know, 14-year uh, and, you know, starter in the NFL on the offensive line and his uncle is an All-American center in college. I mean, so obviously, um, you know, there's size in the family, but he's really, you know, he's 6'3 and 225 and he looks it, you know, when, when you see him out there and then uh, the mm-hmm. ball jumps out of his hand. Uh, there's no question about the arm talent. He's a, you know, he's a big time baseball player too. And yep. um, he can, he can pretty much, you know, he can make all the throws. Now, obviously you're going to develop in that regard um, through the rest of his high school career and through college and all of that. But yeah, I mean, there was uh, there was a, a, a real buzz kind of about uh, when he was out there uh, last summer. And I, it wasn't just because, Oh, that's Dominic Rayola's kid and all that. I mean, it was it was about what he did too. And even just one day, I mean, it, it was pretty impressive to watch. And then, you know, you back it up with the pedigree. You back it up with the the you put up monster numbers as a as a sophomore, uh, first time starting at the high school level um, in Texas. Now he's in Arizona, obviously. And so, yeah, there's a reason why uh, almost every you know big school in the country is is after him. So if O'Shawn Mathis might garner a quarter mil in NIL money, Parker, I mean, we saw Bryce Young get a million bucks at Alabama. Quinn Ewers got a million bucks at Ohio State, now back at Texas. Is it pretty much a given that if Dylan comes to Nebraska, he's looking at a seven-figure salary to come here or a contract to come here? I think he's looking at that no matter where he goes. I mean, I don't think that's the Nebraska. I think that's just a, that's probably the market for a quarterback of his hmm. of his pedigree. And if he wants to push the envelope, I mean – yeah, I think uh, when you know, I think I don't know that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, but I think the general consensus is that contract uh, that the Athletic reported on uh, a few weeks ago that was you know eight million dollars over three years. I think that's a quarterback um, in the twenty twenty three class, and so you know I'm not saying it's going to be exactly that, obviously, but yeah, I mean I think when you're talking about the value of the best quarterback recruits in the country each year. Um, You know, Quinn Ewers, it was like, holy cow, a million dollars, really? And I I think that's, I don't, I'm not saying that every, you know, that there's going to be 30 quarterback recruits in the country that get a million dollars a year every year going forward. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think you're talking about those kind of numbers uh, when you're talking about recruits like Dylan Rayola, who can go around the country and end up, uh, you know, having uh, Lincoln Riley say, yup, he's our guy for this class, and Ryan Day say, yup, he's our guy for this class, and Kirby Smart say, yup, he's our guy for this class. I mean, he's only going to one of those places or somewhere else. Um, and there's, you know, <laughs> people are going to pay a lot of money to try to get a kid like that in the program. Parker Gabriel joins us. Let's, let's switch the discussion to something that's right in front of us, and that is the this Nebraska team and and what what could happen this season. Now, Parker, I think we entered the spring with this thought that there's concerns about the offensive line and the defensive line. I think my now my interpretation, I just wondering what your interpretation is. My interpretation is it's kind of swung toward more concern about the defensive line. And why? Why has it swung that way if you agree with me? Well, I I agree with you to an extent. 
extent. Okay. But maybe not fully. I, I, I think there's been more positive talk about the offensive line than there has been about the defensive line so far this spring. And I think mainly that's because the question about the offensive line was never about numbers. You know, okay. like, could they use another guy? Yeah, probably. They'll probably, you know, try to add another tackle uh, from the portal. And they have a couple of questions, but they're not questions that were going to be answered this spring. You know, the, whether Teddy Prohaska is ready to go August 27th in, in Dublin um, wasn't going to be answered this spring because it's going to be about how he comes back from that knee injury over the next few months. And Turner Corcoran, you know, is he the guy at center? Or are they looking at somebody else? You know, w- will he go back to right tackle when he gets healthy. We probably weren't going to know that this month. So th- there's all along they've had enough players to where if some guys made strides, they'd be in decent shape depth-wise. And in terms of the defensive line, um, th- I think the ask was a little bit bigger on that regard. Like sheer numbers-wise, yeah, they've got they've got some guys, but most of them are pretty young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and almost all of them besides Casey Rogers and Ty Robinson – are inexperienced. And so I just think the, it was, it's more about depth on the defensive line. Um, and it's, it's more about some guys bouncing back and some shuffling maybe that's happening on the offensive line. That, that might be why um, there's been a little bit more positive positivity uh, regarding, you know, uh, Donovan Rayola's group than there has been with the defensive line. But honestly, I, I think there's plenty of questions left about both. Mm-hmm. Um, as we go into Saturday. And I think those questions are probably going to linger at least to some extent, um, you know, until until they're playing real football in the fall. Okay. Park, we have not we have not seen any practice with our own eyes this spring so far, but it feels like to me that Sip has gone all in on Anthony Grant, the running back, the Juco. <laughs> He's very excited about him. Are, are you also all, all in, in on Anthony Grant ahead of Saturday's spring game? Yeah, well, you know, he's born to play running back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That really gets Sip okay, going. Okay, that's man. really you're not, now you're gonna start making fun of me. Go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you. Yeah, I, go ahead. I I think when you hear, you know, a guy like you know Tommy Hill, um, that, those they were eye opening eye opening comments. You know, the other day when he said that he sees the hole before it develops and all of that, and that that's the kind of thing. And one thing that that I I very much appreciate about about Sipple is. That he's got, you know, that he, he understands, I think, at what, what it takes to be a good running back. I mean, that's the sort of stuff that, you know, anticipation and feel and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. of course, guys get better at it from the time they get on a college campus to the time their playing days are done, especially if they work at it. But it is very natural. Like, there is mm-hmm. something to be said for the idea that, like, you can teach landmarks and you can teach footwork and you can reiterate the importance of patience and, and you can work on pad level and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, there is a natural um, ability to feel and press and do all of that stuff that some guys are just much better at than others. And so if that's something, and, and we've heard that it is, we haven't seen it with our own eyes, like you said, Jake. So, you know, I think um, to use a phrase I've heard once or twice before, we can be a little bit careful here. Mm, um, we heard that but, before. <laughs> but if that's the kind of back that Anthony Grant is, a, a guy who's explosive um, and runs behind his pads and also has that natural uh, feel and, and, and good natural vision, um, that's something that Nebraska hasn't 
really had enough of consistently over the past few years, and that, that would obviously be a good sign for Nebraska. Parker, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. I just the way that I would have been one hundred percent sold mm. on Anthony Grant is when <laughs> Sipple started hurling questions at him on Monday. If he just would have, if he just would have said, "Shut up, Sipple," <laughs> then I would have, then I would have known. Yeah, that was your, that's your guy. That's just yeah, my guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. There's job, always Parker. after the spring game, I suppose, for that to happen. That could happen. That's Par- right. Parker, thanks so much, man. Yep. See you. Because Parker Gabriel, Ooh, that was good. Star. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Parker understands the NIL world at a high level. And, you know, he understands. Parker understands football at a really high level. I, I, I wanted to ask Parker, how can I help you today? By the way, you should ask me that more often. We should all ask each other uh, that. You know, it, goes, it, goes, it goes both ways. Harrison, Harrison helps us. He does. He doesn't, I mean, he, doesn't, he shouldn't have to ask us that. But you should ask me more often how can I help you today? Mm, I already do that without asking. <laughs> okay. My days How can are I full. help you? Yeah. Well, can I help you? Can you help me? Can yeah. I help can you? Can you help me? How can I help you? Both ways. Can I help you? Today? Yeah, you can help me. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, let's play the game. So give us give us a call right now at 402-464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You yes. are one and one on the week. Bad loss yesterday. You are five games below 500 as we get closer to the reset there. Ooh. Today is a wild card Wednesday. Now, I know a lot of you out there listening like to drink beer. I do. Harrison does. You do occasionally. You're more of a, you know. Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke guy. Margarita. Margaritas. Yeah. Today is beer slogans. They do change a lot, but these are the ones I think are, are are the most iconic for these brands. Beer slogans. Beer slogans. Okay, that's Advertising. A good one. That's a good one. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Apologies for the glitch. That's the computer freaking out on me. Again, we'll hope it doesn't do it again. 402-464-5685. Call the dick down, sip and trivia. The Lions are jacked. People like beer slogans. How do you feel about beer slogans? That's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. 
I do. I mean, I've watched a lot of commercials, sports commercials in my lines life. Lines are still jacked. All of lines are jacked. Yeah, what's going People on? People are excited about beer slogans. I think they're getting excited about Saturday. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Stetson, how do you feel about beer slogans today? Well, I think I might be all right at this one. All right. Here we go. First question goes to you. Thank you for calling, Stetson. Here we go. What beer's slogan is the coldest tasting beer in the world? Uh, Coors Light. I didn't know that one. I did not. What would you have guessed for that? I don't know. I mean, I did not know that. Okay, maybe you'll get this one. This one I think is gettable for you. For the tie sip, what beer is the champagne of bottled beers? Or just the champagne of beers? (laughs) The champagne of bottled beers? I saw one. Some might call just the champagne of beers. I mean, I know what it should be. And I'm tempted just to go there. Um, is it? Five seconds. It's Miller. Light. Miller. High Life. Why do you need I, High I, Life? Because though? that's what it is. Miller Light is not Miller High Life. It's different. But Miller beer you got I, I gave it to you stets might be upset but uh, well, i don't fine. Think i gave so. it to you. you i gave you redemption there yeah i knew that one okay stetson for the lead your last question what beer is the superior light beer michelob ultra whoa no idea on that stetson, one stetson's on top of this yeah right stetson nice job i had no idea no idea no earthly what, what, idea. Would, what would you have guessed I, there? I wouldn't even venture all right, Sip, this is uh, for the tie. Stetson is, uh, is on top of this. For the tie, Sip. What beer's slogan has recently been, find your beach? Corona. Corona. All right, Stetson, this goes to you, and Sip will go over under your number. You might get this on the dot, by the way. Stetson, here's the question. How many calories are in a 12-ounce can of Bud Light? Uh, 110. That's an example of one you could probably get on the dot, and that is correct. 110 and 145 and Bud Heavy. So, Stetson, good work. You are the true beer expert today. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thank you. All right, yeah, you're well, Stetson. All right, thank you, Stetson. Good job. You deserve that. That was good. That was irritating. The fact that he got 110 on the nose. Well, I thought that was probably pretty gettable if you're a beer drinker. I wouldn't have got it. Why is it irritating? It's irritating. You've gotten it on the number before. It's irritating because I don't get a shot. What would you have guessed? I had, I wouldn't. I thought it would be more like 10. But then, like 8. I'm glad you didn't guess that. Okay. That would have been embarrassing for you. <laughs> you think a, a can of beer has 8 calories? What? I don't know. 8? Yeah. Like, I think, couldn't, couldn't a can of beer have zero calories? No. <laughs> okay. All right. The lowest I've ever heard of in a can of beer is like 55. Okay. Well, I was You're wrong. Not, it's not actually water. It, it might taste like water sometimes. Yeah. This is sad. It's not sad. Sip thought that a can of beer had 10 calories. Well, I thought it, there was a potential that no, it could. No, there's no potential. It's not embarrassing. I'm, you know I don't drink much beer at all. I mean, this might be your most embarrassing moment. In oh, yeah, I've had a lot more embarrassing than this. World, like capital. just because it might be low. No, we, 
don't be embarrassed by world capitals. That's tough. That's difficult. Um, just because it might be a low alcohol percentage doesn't mean there's going to be no calories in it, though. I don't think it's embarrassing. Like I think I'm not Mick, a beer I think Michelob Ultra now has 90 calories, okay. I believe. Okay. But there's like a Bud 55, a Miller 54, or something like that. Okay. Say. So we're getting closer to eight. No, we're not. They, they, they will, there will probably never be a beer that has eight calories. All right. That's a swig. I just don't think that's embarrassing. Um, all right. Thank you to Stetson, and congrats to him. By the way, a couple things of note before we get to the spillover. No DP today. Where's uh, DP? I think he's taking a rest day. Okay. Uh, but he, He's got a busy weekend because that's what we're going to talk about. We got today, stop by Wingstop, 28th and Superior. Up north. I know where that is. Vershawn Jackson's out there with the captain. Up Ter- by Wells Fargo. He'll have Terrell Farley with him. He'll Whoa. Have, he's had Irwin Swinney with him recently. Really? He's had Irwin with yeah, him? Yeah, he's been the last couple times. Irwin? Stop by 11-2 to today at Wingstop, 28th and Superior. Vershawn Jackson out there for the captain. He's going to you know, order online ahead at wingstop.com. Irwin's out there? Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Wingstop, they have this, this uh, the Louisiana rub is incredible. Okay. Get that. Okay. okay, that's my suggestion. Well, I like Cajun dry rub at, at our place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. And then Friday, we'll be at Barry's from 3 to 8. On the, Seriously. If the weather permits, we'll be on the rooftop there. So you'll have Bach 3 to 6. Then we'll have from 6 to 8, we'll have several Husker football players with DP out there as well. 3 to 8 on Friday. Yep, yep. 3 to 6. Normal 6 to 8 is the football players there. Okay. As a pre-game of the pre of the. The uh, spring game, and then sure. and then Saturday will be at Tipsy Tina's from ten thirty to one. Ten thirty to one. So there you go. And we might we might have more news on in terms of weekend stuff coming up. Oh, stay tuned for that. That's quite a bit. That's so quite. That's a what bit. we do. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We're we're taking the spring game very seriously, and it can come out today. Wingstop twenty eighth twenty eighth and Superior, and then Friday at Barry's, Saturday at Tipsy Tina's. A full week ahead. Yeah. We'll wrap things up with a spillover next on early break in the ticket.